I stopped about a half a block from Frank's pizza shop, just to see who might enter or leave. As I'd expected, the level of traffic in and out of the place was minimal. At least nobody I recognized came and went, so I drove my armored Escalade into the parking lot. That did draw attention. The two muscle men that greeted and then followed Frank and me to Arlington a few days earlier appeared at the glass-enclosed foyer. I surrendered my Glock without rancor. The one goon who started to pull out his gun on me in the first meeting growled an order to walk slowly ahead of them. I started to say, make me, but decided this wasn't the time or place to beat this guy into oblivion. Frank was waiting at the door to his reception area. He extended his beefy hand, which I accepted, and put the two prized pieces of beef following into retreat. I was impressed that he at least had what appeared to be a legitimate office. I hoped that this housed the legal end of his businesses, and with any luck, no one would detect a hint of criminal endeavors. There was nothing pretentious about the place. In fact, if anything, the furniture was about as vanilla as a Walmart store manager's workplace. He motioned me into one of the two chairs, and he sat in a chrome-leather upholstered, castered armchair behind a black and chrome-matching desk. Benny Edmond has agreed to review your books and accounting procedures. Frank's eyes held a cold brilliance that suggested approval. However, it will have to be done at his offices. The swarthy Italian's expression became livid in an instant, adding prominence to a scar just below his hairline. He remained quiet. Benny works alone, but I must tell you he will be working with IRS all the way. By now, Frank's Sicilian complexion turned gray, and his face shone like a skull in semi-darkness. Yet he said nothing. There is every reason to believe the IRS will work closely with FBI agents. So while I'm not a lawyer, I must tell you your books and supporting material must be squeaky clean. I believe those people will go over your information looking for any crumb of evidence that can tie you to a crime. By now, even though he'd not uttered a word, Frank Mozilli was a seething cauldron about to explode. I waited with no idea what the man did to relieve pressure. Beating up on old ladies or kicking dogs seemed an okay method. That's opposed to taking it out on the messenger, namely me. He remained silent. His temples pounded, as if something sinister had awoken in him, yet he was mute. Was this something he'd considered and was willing to pay the price to provide his children with a legitimate way to make a living? If so, my respect for the guy would go up considerably. He was literally putting his freedom on the line. If the feds found even a morsel of evidence to use against him, they would nail his ass to the nearest courthouse or, at the minimum, have him in litigation, spending wads of dough defending himself forever. It was a monumental, and maybe foolhardy risk, to say the least. 